Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about Marvel Studios Loki season 2 episode 1 whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows they are all cinematic This episode's title is Ouroboros written by Eric Martin The episode is directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorehead It's the 6th series with a Kevin Feige production credit after Hawkeye Moon Knight Ms Marvel She-Hulk Attorney at Law and Secret Invasion The episode begins with a long recap of season 1 of Loki. Marvel Studios title sequence begins. It has an addition of Miss Minutes on the inside line of R, He Who Remains on the A, and Nick Fury on the pole of the R. Season 2 begins with an extreme close-up of He Who Remains' statue face. The camera tracks back to reveal that it stands in the middle of the TVA. The camera tracks further back to reveal Loki running in the corridor to escape Mobius and other hunters. Hunter B15 appears on the other side blocking Loki's way. Loki is now trapped. Loki tries to remind Mobius of who Loki is. Mobius has no recollection of Loki. Mobius claims he doesn't know him. I had mentioned in my previous Loki podcast that Mobius doesn't recognize Loki because his memory is wiped off. I couldn't be further from the truth. Now Loki is left with only one option to jump off the ledge. Loki jumps and lands on a moving mail cart numbered 435. Because of Loki, the driver gets distracted and crashes the mail cart into he who remains a statue. The statue's cheek on the right of camera starts to crumble. Inside the TVA, Casey is polishing the floors and listening to some podcast. So in the season finale we had seen Casey as one of the hunters Hunter K5E 5 can also be interpreted as S so it's KSE Casey Casey has now risen the ranks to polishing floors later he'll get to desk duty the mail cart flies and almost crashes into Casey we listen to what Casey was listening to on his podcast calm your mind and relax Loki drops from the mail cart claiming he's fine. The driver screams as the mail cart falls to the ground with a thud. Loki assures everyone that she'll be fine. The chrono monitor hanging from the ceiling drops, glitches and cracks the top left of the TV emblem on the floor. What I didn't understand was why would Loki walk up to the chrono monitor and try to rest his head on it? It makes no sense. Only if he would have fallen on the chrono monitor it would have made sense. Loki recognizes Casey because he wanted to gut him like a fish last season. We hoped for Casey to learn what a fish is. Casey doesn't remember Loki either. Casey presses some buttons on his temp pad and claims he's got the intruder. Loki time slips and is now in the same place but the windows are covered. Casey stands at a distance with the TVA handbook. He now recognizes Loki. Loki unloads on Casey. Loki says, "Casey, Casey, something terrible is happening. I'm being pulled from." Loki notices the crack on the TVA's emblem on the floor. Loki says, "Wait, no." He asks Casey, "Has it always been there?" Casey responds, "The crack? It's been there as long as I can remember." 
Loki realizes he was in the past. TVA is past. Loki inquires about Mobius and Hunter B-15. Casey reveals they would probably be in Chrono Bay 3. Loki time slips again. When Casey turns to look back, Loki has disappeared again. Casey calls for Loki and Loki's title sequence begins. I like that transition. We now see Mobius and Hunter B-15 looking at the Chrono Monitor visual where all the branches are growing. Mobius discusses with Hunter B-15 as to what their next move should be. Hunter B-15 suggests they should tell the truth to everyone in the TVA. Mobius is worried about the impact of the truth. He's not sure if people in the TVA are ready to listen and accept the truth. There's a sudden power surge at the TVA where the lights flicker for a moment and then go back to normal. Just like Loki, the power at the TVA is also glitching. Hunter B-15's answer to Mobius's question is she wants people on the timeline to live their lives. She doesn't want to prune innocent people. She wants to try and do the right thing. Casey casually walks up to Mobius and reveals Loki was looking for him. He further clarifies that Loki was here and then he just disappeared. Mobius takes out his tempad thinking Miss Minutes will be able to locate Loki. But Miss Minutes is offline. Hunter X5, the guy who also plays Brad Wolf playing the Zaniac, makes fun of Mobius's jet ski magazine. We had hoped Mobius would get to ride a jet ski last season. We continue to hope that it happens this season. In the absence of Renslayer, General Docs and Judge Gamble have summoned Mobius and Hunter B-15 to the war room. Mobius and Hunter B-15 follow X5 to the lift. The moment the lift door closes, Loki appears and scares Casey. Loki inquires about Mobius again and Casey informs that he's on his way to the war room. Loki exits frame toward the direction of the lift. Casey exits the frame as well and the camera creeps into the branched timeline visual over the chrono monitor. As Mobius and Hunter B-15 discuss the situation on their way to the war room, Loki appears, calls out to Mobius and disappears. Mobius and Hunter B-15 turn to look but there's no one. Outside the war room, Hunter D-90 apologizes to Mobius for pruning him last season, justifying that he was just doing his job. Loki appears in the dark, empty corridor and enters the war room. The war room has multiple he-who-remains-his-head statues. The scene match cuts to the time when there's a timekeeper's mural on the walls instead. The severed head of one of the timekeepers is lying on the table. One of the judges is asleep. Hunter X5 is kneeling next to General Docs. Loki's voice from the previous season's episode 4 titled The Nexus Event plays on the recorder. Loki's voiceover says, You're all variants. Everyone who works in the TVA is a variant. Timekeepers didn't create you. They kidnapped you from the timeline and wiped your memories. Hunter B-15 and Mobius enter the war room. Loki's voiceover continues, Memories she can access through enchantment. So before this, you had a past. Maybe you had a family, a life. Judge Gamble questions about the growing branches that are way past Red Line. Why did Mobius and Hunter B-15 put an order to stop pruning the branches? Hunter B-15 needs a moment to explain. General Docs instructs her to speak into the microphone so that it's on record because they are literally recording. 
Loki looks around the war room, spots a record player and plays to listen. He who remains his voiceover says, You're quite a marvel. I'll be proud to lead with you. You made a difference in this war. Thank you for being on my team. Loki stops the record player, rewinds the tape and plays to listen again. He who remains his voiceover says, For us. For all time. Ravona replies, Always. I guess this is the origin of for all time always. He who remains his voiceover continues. Ravona Renslayer, you're quite a marvel. So the person who heard the recording before Loki stopped after listening to Ravona's name. General Docs questions who approved the order to not prune the branches. B-15 makes her case saying they are all variants. Judge Gamble adds that Hunter D-90's testimony corroborated the same. Mobius tries to soothe their fears, saying the sky hasn't fallen. Hunter X-5 feels that the severed head of one of the timekeepers changes everything. General Dox has different beliefs. She questions, If we don't protect it, what on earth are you suggesting? Question, What do you mean by what on earth? I thought the TVA existed outside of the Earth and the Sacred Timeline. Hunter B-15 corrects General Dox, disclosing they weren't protecting, they were destroying. Judge Campbell is now questioning her own choices. Hunter B-15 requests Judge Gamble and the TVA to start changing now. Judge Gamble passes the verdict to stop pruning the branches effective immediately. Loki time slips and appears. This time, Mobius recognizes Loki. Loki and Mobius run toward each other. Hunter X-5 switches on his pruning stick to prune Loki. Firstly, why does X-5 want to prune Loki? What's his deal? Hunter B-15 tries to reason with Hunter X-5 and stands him down. Loki reveals he found him. Mobius questions, who? Loki replies, him. For a minuscule second there, it felt like Loki was talking about Hunter X-5. Loki even looks at Hunter X-5 and charges toward him. Loki snatches the pruning stick from Hunter X-5 and prunes the timekeeper's mural. The pruning reveals various he who remains his faces statues. Loki points and says, that's who built this place. That's who stole your lives. That's who's coming back. Mobius wants Loki to put the pruning stick down. I guess Mobius is still carrying the trauma of getting pruned. Loki reveals she was going to kill him. Mobius checks if by she he means Sylvie. Loki nods in agreement. Upon hearing Sylvie's name, General Doc's questions. Where is she? My question is, why do you want to know? Loki replies he doesn't know. Sylvie kicked him through a time door. Hunter X-5 snatches the pruning stick back from Loki. General Dox and Hunter X-5 touch foreheads. It's not as romantic as it sounds. It seems to be that they may be mother and son. Hunter B-15 reacts weirdly looking at their proximity. We all reacted in the exact same manner. General Dox whispers, The timekeepers were fake, but the warnings were real. What warnings are you talking about, lady? Sorry, General. And whose warnings? Did he who remains leave some voice warnings on some record player? For instance, when he whispered see you soon after the timekeeper's head was severed. General Docs continues, Seems pretty straightforward to me. Hunter X5 asks, What do you want me to do? 
General Dox replies, We need to know what happened at the end of time. Find Sylvie. She is the reason we are in this mess. How do you know that? Are you certain or are you just guessing? Outside the war room, Loki questions Mobius. Who is she? What does she want with Sylvie? My thoughts exactly. We'd heard rumours that Kate Dickey, who plays General Dox, may be an older version of Sylvie. If that's the case, why is she hunting her younger self down? If not, why is she hunting Sylvie down? And what's her connection with Hunter X5? Mobius and Loki walk toward the end of the corridor where there are three vertical posters. Mobius questions what happened with Elioth. Loki reveals it was a guard dog. They found him in the citadel at the end of time. Mobius inquires where Sylvie is. Loki has no clue whatsoever. Maybe she's still there. Loki reveals he just wanted some time to think. It was an impossible choice, but Sylvie was so certain. How could she be given any possible consequences? Loki wanted time to think. Mobius calms Loki down and says, You want time to think? You can think now. Loki says, Mobius, we got to the man at the end of time. And he made sense. No, he didn't. Loki, honey, sweetie baby, he who remains is a liar. The left vertical poster showcases multiple Kangs fighting the multiversal war. It was right under their noses, or above. Loki continues, We thought it was about freeing the timeline. But that only brings more malevolence, more violence, more war. More of him, they're coming, they're all coming. Mobius inquires, Who? I don't understand. Loki explains, We came to kill the devil. Maybe he was, but maybe he wasn't. She was convinced he was. Like a child, Loki complains to Mobius. We fought Mobius and she kicked me through a time door. Mobius responds, I'd ask who won, but Loki says, it was a draw. It was anything but a draw, sweetheart. To clarify, Mobius asks, so you both kicked each other through time doors simultaneously? I love this humor. Loki clarifies, no, I was actively trying not to fight her. I was trying to stop her. She was gonna kill him. Oh, buddy, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but she killed him, all right. Mobius tries to pacify Loki by sharing that Renslayer kicked him down some steps, too. Mobius, buddy, you screwed the pooch. You let her go without putting up a fight. Mobius wants Loki to calm down and focus on what we know. Loki notices and points to the multiversal war poster saying, That's what we know. War is on its way. He who remains was preserving the timelines preventing versions of him. There was no other choice. Mobius asks, That's who you showed us in there? Loki replies, He who remains, this is his kingdom. And he said he keeps us safe. So I was a little confused about what Loki said next. But how can you believe that? Exactly my point. Because I don't believe him one bit. So Loki, do you believe he who remains or you don't? Loki repeats, he built this place. Mobius responds, how do I not remember that? Loki reveals, because he wiped your memories and he obviously did it more than once. Loki wants to disclose the truth to all of TVA. Mobius wants to know how he appeared here, where was he before? 
Loki reveals he was in the past, past TVA. Mobius believes there is no past in the TVA. Time works differently in the TVA. Well, Mobius, we heard you the first time loud and clear. Loki is living proof there is a past TVA. Loki time slips, disappears and appears again. Mobius wants to get Loki some help. Mobius tries Miss Minutes on his tempad, but Loki reveals she can't be trusted. He informs that she was with he who remains at the Citadel too. Mobius takes Loki to repairs and advancements. Loki feels Mobius needs to focus on a bigger problem that is he who remains. Mobius wants a Loki who remains. Is that foreshadowing of some kind or just wordplay? Because it's terrific wordplay. Loki time slips again and it looks painful. Mobius finally reveals he can't look at it as it looks horrifying. They ask a bystander in the lift and when the camera pans, their reaction is just jaws dropped. Loki's guess is because Sylvie used he who remains as tempad, it was possible for her to send Loki to the past. Mobius checks if that's who wiped his memory off. Loki confirms it's he who remains. Mobius rechecks if that's his name. Loki confirms that's how he was introduced. Mobius finds this behavior arrogant. Loki justifies it saying he can back it up, which is scary for Mobius. Loki says, now imagine a million of them. Mobius doesn't want to. Outside the lift to repairs and advancements, you could see a couple of pneumatic tubes. Loki and Mobius get into the lift and Mobius presses the button with his foot. As the lift door closes, Mobius says, I have no memory of having my memory wiped. How would you, Mobius? Anyway, it's a funny line. When Loki and Mobius arrive at repairs and advancements, Mobius feels it's been a while since he's been here. But then he's also not certain if he's been here at all. We see a cylindrical container passing through a pneumatic tube behind them. A man in a jumpsuit glides down from an above swing-like device. This happens at the 21-minute mark. It feels like the god has descended. This is Ouroboros, the character from the title of the episode. Academy Award winner Kiwi Kwan plays Ouroboros. Ouroboros says, Mobius, wow, great to see you again. Ouroboros says a lot of wows and it makes me laugh because Owen Wilson's signature line in general is wow. Mobius clearly doesn't recall Ouroboros's name. Ouroboros wonders how long it's been. Three to four hundred years. No one has visited Ouroboros since. Loki mocks finally reunited. Mobius inquires about the other guys. Ouroboros asks, what other guys? It's just OB. This scene felt like two people went on a date but one forgot their name and clearly forgot to call them back the next day. Loki is clearly enjoying all of this with a hint of jealousy. Like, I didn't know this about you. Obi reveals there's too much workload and no sleep. Obi fixes a temp pad in a snap. If you don't sleep, Obi, how do you function? Are you a robot? Loki time slips in front of Obi and Mobius points out that's what's happening. Obi terms it as time slipping. He has never seen it before and he can't fix it. It's impossible to time slip in the TVA. Mobius states the obvious. You just saw it happen. Obi's reaction is, yeah, I'm having trouble reconciling that. Loki appears in the past TVA where Obi doesn't wear spectacles. 
Obi is repairing some machine. Loki addresses Ouroboros and checks with him if he can call him Obi. He likes that. Loki explains how he's met Obi in Loki's present but Obi's future. Obi realizes Loki is talking about time slipping, but it's impossible to time slip in the TVA. Loki repeats the obvious. You just saw it happen. Obi's reaction is, yeah, I'm having trouble reconciling that. Back at the present TVA, Obi wonders what else it could be. Obi has an epiphany. There was one time. Loki came to Obi complaining about time slipping. Obi wonders how did he not remember. Mobius figures that Loki must be talking to Obi in the past and Obi just remembered it now. Obi says, that makes perfect sense. There's no flaw in that logic. There isn't. I've been thinking about the same thing for a while now. Sometime back, I was brainstorming about the concept of time being in a loop and everything happening all at once. Suppose we don't remember something about the past, but then we try to remember and it comes to us as a flash. Flashback or flash forward depending on whether you're remembering the past or manifesting the future. I just didn't know it would be shown in Loki for me to explain it as a reference. Damn it, if only I was faster. Obi has some funny arguments like he would remember meeting Loki, but it's the future, buddy. It would be convenient if they were having this conversation in the future, but this is the past. But they had this conversation in the future. Loki tries to get Obi to think of a remedy. Obi reveals they would need a temporal aura extractor. The scene now cuts between past and present. Mobius checks if Obi has one of those temporal aura extractor. Obi does not. Loki passes his time as Obi builds the temporal aura extractor. Once it's done, Loki plays the drums on the table and requests Obi to hold on to it till Mobius drops by. Obi had initially said no, but now he remembers about the temporal aura extractor. He brings it out. Mobius inquires if Obi discussed it with Loki on how to use it. Mobius needs to go to the temporal loom so the extractor can pull Loki from the time stream. It's dangerous. Mobius' skin could peel off. But Loki has to prune himself and that's when the extractor will pull him into the present. Loki's on board with the plan, else he'll turn into spaghetti. Well, I love me some spaghetti and because of this, it's gonna be my dinner for some days now. Loki time slips and appears in the present TVA. Loki doesn't want to be atomized. Obi offers Loki a pruning stick. Loki wants to find another way. Obi notices the lamp flickering. Mobius reveals they are having power surges throughout the TVA. Obi reacts asking, what did you say? The camera tracks into the flickering lamp's light. A white flash and it transitions to a flickering light in the corridor as the camera tracks back to reveal everyone. Everyone is headed to the temporal loom. On their way, Hunter B-15 joins them. Obi says, the timeline is branching now? Maybe that's what's causing the power surges. And that's why you are time slipping. The branching is overloading the temporal loom. I don't quite trust Obi at the moment. It seems like his memories aren't wiped off. He remembers everything unlike every other TVA employee or variant. He's the only tech guy who knows how to fix all the tech. His only assistance has been Miss Minutes. He wrote the TVA handbook. I love Kiwi Kwan and his performance, but his character is shady as hell. What's this guy hiding? What if he's one of Kang variants? 
Kang Griffin to be precise. It would be really evil of Kang to insert himself as one of the employees at the TVA. And that to a tech marvel? Boy, that's the highest level of evil. Mobius complains about the extractor's part coming off. Just as they reach the door, a bulb breaks. The text before the temporal loom door reads, Danger! Temporal radiation levels escalate exponentially beyond this threshold. Likelihood of spaghettification increases 7000%. Proceed with caution. The camera tracks into the orange door eye. Cut to it opens from the other side like the Cerebro door from X-Men. Obi says, Temporal loom is the heart of the TVA. It's where raw time is refined into physical timeline. It's not constructed to weave together so many new branches, so it's overloading. I've never seen it like this. Loki says, it looks like a disaster. Obi replies, it is a disaster. If that's the case, repurpose the temporal loom, make it efficient enough to weave together all of the raw time into physical sacred timeline. Easy peasy. Think out of the box, Obi. Work your magic. Obi didn't have to come down to the temporal loom because Miss Minutes took care of everything. Obi just ran diagnostics every few hundred years. But Miss Minutes is offline and she's not trustworthy. Loki wonders if there's a way to stop the overloading. Obi suggests to prune the extra branches. No, Obi. Hunter B-15 explains they can't kill any more people. Obi warns them that he'll need to close the blast doors to protect the TVA. Then he'll figure out a way to retrofit all the branches. Once he closes the blast doors, they won't be able to resync Loki. It's now or never. Loki is ready to prune himself. Obi informs Mobius that he needs to be in position. They have very little time. Mobius writes skin question mark over the dust on the side of the computer. He's concerned about his skin peeling off. Obi explains the process to Mobius. It appears that Mobius is not paying attention. Obi hands over a timer sync to the temporal loom to Loki. Loki needs to prune himself moments after the timer turns green. The moment Obi says Loki has about an hour, the temporal radiation cracks the TVA window glass. Time is relative, but it's also a bitch. Obi re-clarifies that Loki has only five minutes. Hunter D-90 comes down to inform that General Dox is raiding the armory. How did he know that they were down here? Loki is absolutely sure that they are going after Sylvie. That's the only lead they have. Hunter B-15 accompanies Hunter D-90 to handle Dox. Loki shares his final words and time slips. The pruning stick slips off his hands. Loki disappears. Mobius assures himself that Loki will make it back. Such conviction, much wow. When Loki reappears, the glass windows overlooking the temporal loom are covered by blast doors. Loki notices the text skin question mark written in dust. Loki realizes it's the future. He rushes to look for a pruning stick. Back at the present, Obi explains what Mobius needs to do. His suit helmet is not cracked at this point. Mobius needs to insert the extractor in time or else the radiation will age him, peel his skin away and kill him. Mobius notices a crack in his helmet. Obi fixes it with duct tape. As each blow of temporal radiation hits Mobius's suit, it starts to decimate. But the writing outside for all time always remains unaffected. What sorcery is this? 
In the future TVA, the woman on the PA is instructing all personnel to report to their nearest time door evacuation point. It's TVA code 1127. Evacuating where to the citadel? Back at the present TVA, Mobius inserts the extractor in the temporal loom. Loki notices the temporal loom visual on the chrono monitor with the text loom critical. Loki checks his timer, it's not yet green. Back at the present, Mobius presses the button but the extractor doesn't hoof. He kicks it and presses the button, it now starts to hoof. In the future, the light on the timer blinks red and turns green. Loki hasn't found a pruning stick yet. A telephone starts to ring. Loki moves in that direction. Who was calling on the phone? Obi needs to shut the blast doors. He checks if Mobius has any hope that the loom will be fixed. Mobius needs more time so that Loki can make it. Obi informs that he's got 30 seconds. Obi presses the button at the 49th second. I timed it. When Obi tells Mobius there's nothing he can do for Loki, Mobius turns to go back inside the TVA. In the future, when future Sylvie opens the lift door and looks at Loki saying, There you are. The music that plays is the same piece that played at the time theatre when Frigga died. Loki is all teary-eyed. Suddenly, Loki is pruned at 1 minute 40 second mark after Obi said they had 30 seconds. You bet your ass I timed it. The question is, who pruned Loki? Obi, Hunter B-15, Mobius, Hunter X-5, General Dox, Ravona Renslayer, Victor Timely or a version of Sylvie? Who, goddammit, who? I'm ruling out future Loki because he can prune himself instead of pruning his past self. We are going to see the scene all over again in the last episode to get the reveal. In the present, the blast doors are closing. Mobius turns to look at the temporal loom one last time. Loki is extracted and the hoof throws him into Mobius's direction. They are thrown inside the TVA together like some romantic couple tumbling over each other. Loki saving Mobius, Mobius saving Loki, they are both saving each other. Loki says, we need to find Sylvie. Hunter B-15 and Hunter D-90 suspect that all the reset charges and hunters are not going after Sylvie. The end credits begin. We see some post-it notes about Hex. post credit scene. Sylvie walks out of the time door right after she killed He Who Remains. My guess is she's still in possession of his tempad. The text appears at the bottom of the screen. 1982 Branch Timeline Broxton, Oklahoma Broxton is where the new Asgard was relocated after Ragnarok in the comics. Sylvie enters a McDonald's outlet. The man at the cash register recommends food items she can order. I was like, I would like a quarter pounder without cheese, please. And no lettuce. You know, lettuce the taste of sadness. Sylvie looks around and is happy to see the people she saved. Sylvie says, I want to try everything. Oh boy, what an episode. It was a well-written episode and I enjoyed it thoroughly. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.